Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. 2.33 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place. Coming up at about 2.46.47. We're going to probably run a couple clips each from Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft from their availabilities today. Uh, right now, we're in our, uh, uh, you know... Media know-it-all sessions, uh, apparently know-nothing sessions no. on the uh, NHL playoffs. Uh, again, the numbers, they're not pretty through the first two rounds. Um, Brendan went one for four. He, he joined in late, but he went one for four in round number two. Um, I went, or he was one and three, so he's uh, got one out of four right. I only got one right in round two. I'm six and 12 through two rounds. Jack six and twelve, Reed six and twelve, and Cam Moon is five and twelve. Oh baby! Yes, let's do it. Jack, we're going to start with you. You get your call on the Western Conference matchup between Dallas and Vegas. Well, <laughs> I've underestimated Vegas, obviously, and I'm going to go ahead and continue to keep underestimating them because I'm taking Dallas to win the series in seven games. So uh, I refuse to learn my lesson. As an only child and a generally stubborn human being, I suppose that's my right. Uh, Dallas beat them in 2020. And I think the Stars have a stronger team than that edition. I really do. And I think they have the advantage in goaltending, just as I thought Edmonton did. So I'm going to continue to make the same mistakes, and I'm going to take the Stars to advance to the Stanley Cup Final for the second time in four seasons. Jack, I've known you were a stubborn only child since the first time I met you. Just like you knew that I was a loudmouth, obnoxious Albertan. So there you go. Uh, we're going to go to Reed Wilkins next. Reed, yeah, who do you well, got? Well, first of all, no comment on either of those labels, Bob. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. You're the king of geekdom. Come on, man. I am. Uh, you are a geek. I am going to. What am I going to do? I'm not going against Vegas again because I picked Winnipeg and I picked the Oilers, so I am not going to go against them again. I am nervous about their goaltending because I wasn't sold on LB and I'm still not totally sold on Hill, even though he stole game six. And obviously Dallas has uh, Ottinger, though I know he got pulled, I think, in game six against Seattle. Uh, we, we've seen how well-rounded Vegas is. There's not a big drop-off as you go down from line to line or from deep pairing to deep pairing. I think ultimately they'll just have 
more of that depth and more of that juice than Dallas. And as a matter of fact, I'm not going to totally trust myself anymore because we're five. I'm 500 for the playoffs. As as these final seconds were winding down between Seattle and Dallas, a buddy texted me and said Vegas in five. So I'm going to I'll allow that to be my pick as well. Vegas in five. If possible, maybe we'll get uh, Derek to turn down the phone for a second. That'd be great. Thank you very much, Derek. Uh, Brendan Escott. This is a tough one. I mean, really, to me, this is a coin flip of a series because things that I thought made Dallas a strong team, such as Ottinger, have not necessarily been uh, proven to be airtight over the course of the playoffs. And Vegas has earned an awful lot of respect based on those the, the waves of four lines that they can come at you with, right? Like, they might not have the top-end talent of every team, but they certainly have uh, just no holes in that roster. And when you think about the way that Jack Eichel's playing and, and the way that he's playing with Mark Stone there. Uh, Boy, this is tough. Boy, this is a tough pick. But what I will say is that goaltending, I think, is going to win out at the end of it all. Dallas has a veteran squad, and Rope Hintz has been absolutely tearing it up offensively. So I'll take the Stars, but I'm going to take them in six games. All right. Cam Moon. All right. (laughs) I'm gun-shy at this point. You realize that. Well, you've you've, you've actually gotten more wrong than you've gotten right so far. That's That's what I mean. I mean, these are the worst numbers that we've ever had before. The, like, unbelievably bad. If if I bet on the Harlem Globetrotters, they'd lose. That's that's where right. I am right now. I'm going to take the Dallas Stars. You know the Washington Generals yeah, were due. They were due. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, J- I, like, uh, I like Jake Ottinger in goal a lot. I like uh, Miro Haskinen on the back end a lot. And uh, I just like the Dallas Stars. Uh, I think it's close. I have a lot of respect for the Vegas Golden Knights, especially after what we witnessed over six games. But I'm going to take the Stars, which means everybody else should take Vegas, and you will uh, laugh all the way to the bank. Well, you know what? I'm taking Dallas, too. It's six, and I also referenced, look back at that 2020 uh, bubble year here in Edmonton, and Dallas vanquished Vegas in five games. And uh, for me, Jake Ottinger is uh, an advantage. Uh, He's done it before. Uh, I look at the defense, and I think probably overall Vegas is better, but Dallas is coming in that regard. And up front, the one, I mean, you, you look at one draft year for Dallas. Heiskanen getting yeah. him third, uh, late first rounder, 26th or 27th for Ottinger. Early second round pick for Jason Robertson has been kind of quiet. But there's the X factor for me for Dallas is a guy like Jamie Benn. I thought at times the gamesmanship battle between Edmonton and Vegas maybe was tilted a bit in Vegas' factor. Jamie Benn can personally take care of some of that stuff himself. Uh, So I'm going to take the Dallas Stars in six games. And now we go to the Eastern Conference, which I'm going to be completely brutally honest with you guys. I'm not going to be watching it much. I don't really (laughs) care. Carolina and Florida, amongst the two least favorite places for me to go broadcast games from, though I do like the hotel we stay at in Fort Lauderdale. Jack, I know you got relatives down there. Who? You, are, by the way, are you? Are, which which series are you doing for NHL radio? Actually, you know, I mind Raleigh. I, I those cities don't bother me, but I it's a lesson. Yeah, can you move to it? We lost yeah. you. We completely lost everything you said there. Can you give her another shot? 
Do you have me now? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me just summarize it. I disagree that it's a less compelling matchup. I have a tremendous this might be the year. Carolina have kicks of and Okay, I got no. I you know what? We lost Jack there. Uh, he's kicking it out. Derek, just get what his prediction is, and we'll go from there. Uh, we've got Reed. We've, we've got. Well, what else do you want me to do? That's actually the best Jack's ever sounded. I, I know. Uh, Reed and Brendan, the, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, okay. You know, I'm trying not to laugh. Bob, here. you know who I'm picking. You know who I'm picking in the East. Who are you picking, Reed? Florida. Yes, I'm. I'm staying with Florida. How could I not? I picked them over Boston. I picked them over the Leafs, though I didn't get the number of games right against the Leafs. So this is just, I'm not going to offer any in-depth analysis here, since we are kind of making fun of a lot of our selections along the way. I am sticking with Florida because I've been right with them twice. I do think Kachuk is playing great, and I do think Bobrovsky's playing great. And uh, I will once again, for the third consecutive round, pick the Panthers in seven. Brandon? I'm going to go with the Pan- or the Panthers in six, and the, and the reason is because like I, I would love to take Carolina. Uh, they were the favorite to come out of the East, uh, even more so than Boston, if you looked at some models, because of the route that Boston had to go through. So here they are with an opportunity to do just that. However, Florida has presented all kinds of problems as a playoff team. They're big, they're mean, they skate well, they've got a goaltender who can steal games, if not a series, and uh, Carolina, of course, is missing a a lot of their top guns. So to me, this is Florida's series to lose. I've got them getting it done in six games as well. Camp? I'll take Carolina in seven. I think in the last one, I had Dallas in six. I'm not sure if I said six, but I'm, I'm saying it now. Uh, I'm taking Carolina in seven. I like their team defense. I think they will be able to get over the top, although I've probably just paved the way for Florida to go to the Stanley Cup <laughs> final. You know, it's weird because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, ah, Carolina, they're a pretty well-run team. How about Florida? They give up two number ones to get rentals in Sherratt and Giroud and get bounced out in the second round in Tampa Bay. They weren't even going to make the playoffs if Pittsburgh had won one of their final two games. They win three road games in Boston and three road games in Toronto. How do you go against Florida right now? I mean, Matthew Kachuk, love him or hate him, he's still playing. Sam Bennett is a hell of a player. That's two second-round picks I got him for. Bill Zito is a sharp guy. I know Carolina is a sharp-run uh, organization as well. I'm going to take Florida in six, and I think the fact that they start the series on the road works to their advantage as well. So uh, there you have it. What are you going to do here, Cam, over the next little while? Like, uh, What's going on? I don't know. It's day by day. How about that? It's day by day. Well, but you aren't contracted day by day. You're with us for the next multitude of years, and so is Jack Michaels, and uh, Brendan Escott's back. How's uh, football today, Brendan? Uh, Yeah, everything's good, Bob. A little smoky outside, so they pushed them indoors today. But uh, it's we're turning over a new leaf with this uh, with this program here. So I'm expecting at least a win on home field, and everything, of course, gets going on the holiday Monday on 6:30. Chad, 2 p.m. kickoff from Calgary. Oh, does that mean we don't have a show that day? Well, I'll put together a half hour of a best of. How does that sound? Why don't you take the day? All right, Morley and Dave, get after it. It's about time you guys got going here. Oh, you made somebody very happy. (laughs) 
a best of Oilers now. Some would say that's an oxymoron. Well, it's only half an hour, Bob, so. Yeah, well, it's jumbo shrimp. Sure, I'll yeah. still be digging I'm pretty sure hard. I'm sure Brendan can find a day when he and Cam hosted while I was on the road with the Oilers. <laughs> All right, Reed, what do you got coming tonight on Inside Sports? Uh, we will uh, go over some Holland and Woodcraft, take some calls and, and fan feedback. Kelly Rudy is on tonight, and our old buddy Drew Remenda. Oh, well, there you go. Great stuff. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Good luck. See ya. Thanks, Bob. You bet. It is uh, 2.44 in Edmonton. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get to a couple more clips from Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. This is Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. It's 247 in Edmonton. As promised, we're going to get to more of Ken Holland's comments from earlier today. Reed Wilkins will have a lot more of Jay Woodcroft's stuff a little bit tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, but Ken Holland had these comments today and his availability on continually finding a way to be in the Stanley Cup race. It's hard to win one, so you've got to be in there year after year after year after year. And I think that, you know, last year we got in, we lost in the final four to a team that anytime you lose to somebody, in my opinion, they're better than you are. You've had a chance to beat them and you don't beat them. It's, so Colorado was better than we were. Um, and they went on and won the Stanley Cup. Vegas was better than we were. Um, and... Part of this is going to be, you know, over the next um, six to eight weeks, you know, tweak, tweak, tweak around with the team. I think the, 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 the key pieces, uh, for the most part, I think they're here, or they're they're, they're going to, you know, and they, we've got to we've got to we've got to grow some younger people, um, and we've got to try to put ourselves go through all this process position a year from now and try again and, and, and keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. He's going to keep trying. Meanwhile, Ken Holland was asked about Jack Campbell on not doing as well as expected. Quite often players that signed long-term big contracts, you know, big in their biggest contract, they go elsewhere. They feel um, a ton of pressure to to live up to the contract and it puts a lot of stress on them. Um, I know that there's other goalies in the National Hockey League this year that signed big deals a year ago and year one was a, was a, was a tough go and year two turned out pretty good. Um, I'm believing that year two is going to be pretty good. Well, that's the hope for the Edmonton Oilers is that Jack Campbell bounces back. You heard Jack Michael's suggestion, something we discussed in Oilers now. Who says you have to ride just one goalie in the playoffs? Meanwhile, Jay Woodcroft 
has the highest points percentage of uh, any coach in the last 48 years with 100-plus games coached in the NHL. And here's Ken Holland's thoughts on uh, the job that Jay has done since coming aboard as the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. I think he did a, I think he did a great job. I mean, I think that... Um, I mean, I don't know, from the time that he's taken over, Jim, whatever day that was in January last year, we might be top three, top four in the league in terms of winning percentage since he took over. We went to the final four last year. We got beat by a real team. We got beat by a real, like, Vegas is, like, if you come in here and you, you guys are thinking that we're supposed to be moving on and we're, we're supposed to roll over Vegas and just on to the next thing, we get beat by a real hockey team. They've been a real hockey team for for five years. They've been a real program since, since they got awarded the expansion franchise George McPhee's put together have they not is it have they not in the final four like the third time in like five years four out of six like you don't fluke that like this is the national you you might be able to fluke a year you can't so that's a real program that we're playing so at the end of the day what do I think the job that that Jay Woodcroft I think Jay's done a great job Uh, I think he's a great young coach uh, and by the way, I, I just looked it up right now. Uh, Jay Woodcroft, since taking over the Oilers uh, on February the 10th of 2022, the Edmonton Oilers have the second best record in the National Hockey League with a 683 winning percentage. They have the second most wins. Boston, obviously, a record setting year. They went in the last 120 games. Uh, so basically a year and a half. Jay took over again February 10th of 2022. Boston 90-23 and 7. That's a 779 winning percentage. Edmonton is tied with Carolina since Woodcroft's been the head coach of the team. A 683 winning percentage at 76-32 and 12. It's not bad. It's not bad. There you have it in terms of a regular season mark. So puts things in perspective. Uh, again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, Mitch wants to know, Bob, uh, and we're going to bring Camuni in here for a second as well. He can comment on this. Was Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing hurt, or what's his story? Only one goal scored. Uh, well, w- none of the players really shed too much of a light on the injuries. I mean, no. I know that Evander Kane had a broken finger that he was dealing with. Um, and I believe, I, I, I think I indicated on Monday's show that it was on his non-surgery, uh, on the non, the, you know, he had the wrist surgery. It was actually on the same hand as the one that he had the wrist surgery on. Uh, apparently he was slashed six or seven times during the course of the opening two rounds. Players target him. And you know what? He's yeah. a physical guy. Nugent Hopkins just one goal. I mean, Cam, one of the storylines for me for the Oilers last year, Evander Kane and Zach Hyman combined for 24 goals in the playoffs. They had six this year. Nugent Hopkins had two goals in game four against Calgary when Edmonton went up 3-1. He ended up with one goal in 12 games in the playoffs. Those secondary guys needed to score more. Now, Hyman and Nuge, we, or Hyman and Kane, we both know, were compromised. I don't know if Ryan was dealing with anything as well. We, uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And they're not speculate. And but here's, that's and all here's it is. what happens: the players don't want that to be an excuse. Exactly. So, it's all about perspective. Again, you can text us at any time: seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Mitch in the greater uh, says, Bob, do any uh, do you have any names outside the organization the orders might target as an upgrade on Yamamoto, or do you think that'll come within the organization? 
Uh, well, we'll see what happens with Yamamoto. Let's not forget that he suffered a whiplash injury last year against the Colorado Avalanche. Then he got hit in the last preseason game that knocked him out of the starter. One of the last preseason games. He missed the first regular season game this year. He had a tough year. Did not impact the game he had wanted. I gave you a right winger that I've always liked, and that's Travis Connecting at a big year in Philly, and Jack Michaels makes a great point. Why would John Tortorello, who's got real input with Keith Jones and Daniel Briere, want to lose his leading goal scorer from last year's team? And I'm like, well, if it's a three-for-one, maybe they're game. I, I got to just provide an update because, Cam, I know how much of a soccer fan you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, sure not. In, yes. in Champions League, so this is your opportunity to turn it off 6.30, chat if you're uh, taping the game or you've got the uh, zone or whatever. Uh, Man City has knocked out Real Madrid. Uh, a rather convincing last score I saw was 4 nothing for uh, Man City. Uh, so they are going on to the championship final, and uh, they got a pretty good team. That's, uh, that's big news because Real Madrid has the most uh, uh, UEFA uh, championships all time. That wraps up. Uh, what day is it today? The Wednesday edition of... Oh, wait, we got to do this. How could I ever forget this? I can't forget this. We opened with it. We're going to close with it. This Day in Oilers History is brought to you by New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. On this date in 2006, Mike Pekka and Sean Horkoff score goals. Dwayne Rolison makes 24 saves. The Oilers shut out the San Jose Sharks 2-0. Coming back from a 2-0 series deficit, they win four straight. They eliminate San Jose in six games to advance to the Western Conference Final. More importantly... Hudson Stoffer was born that day. Happy birthday, Hudson. There you go. Up, uh, up next, uh, we've got a global news weather traffic update uh, with Randy Kilburn. And then Angela Coquat will have uh, from 3 to 6 uh, afternoon news for you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Our guests will include Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel and Dallas Akins, who just did some work uh, for NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. Reminder, Reed Wilkins up tonight, 6 to 8 with Inside Sports. And again, Randy Kilburn up next with a global news weather traffic update. So long, everybody, from Rogers Place.